Hello and welcome to the CEO Blindspot Show, where leaders lead leaders. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and in the last couple of weeks, I've had CEO guests on my show that revealed what they have done during times of crisis, especially as it relates to COVID-19. And even though you could say we're still in a time of crisis, at least in Houston, Texas, we've been given the clearance to go back to the office under certain conditions. So this week, I thought it would be valuable for me to share the most common leadership blind spots I've discovered that are actually killing productivity, and also which best practices are being implemented to actually help increase team performance. One of the greatest blind spots I've discovered has to do with lack of communication regarding why certain decisions are being made and what safety measures have been put in place. Partially why this is an issue is because a lot of team members are listening to news and social media articles and keeping track of what other leaders are doing. And lately, leaders at Twitter, Facebook, and Google have already announced that due to the coronavirus, they are now looking at becoming a hybrid remote firm where certain employees can just stay working from home forever. And another recent announcement made through a survey by the Kung Group is that out of the 500 venture capital-backed founders, 71% of those CEOs said they will let their employees continue to work from home after their offices reopen, and 66% of the CEOs are considering either letting go or downsizing their offices. So if you are one of the CEOs that does want their team members to come back to work, it would be important to let them know why and what safety precautions you're putting in place. And the next biggest blind spot I've seen is when a CEO does communicate their expectations clearly, however, does so without any empathy. And sometimes that happens when a CEO is so focused on survival of the firm and making sure that you know execution happens quickly that it's interpreted like the CEO doesn't care. And through another survey, it was said that 66% of employees are wary of returning to their offices until they've been reconfigured for more personal space and or until they feel comfortable that the safety measures have been put in place. And then in addition, apparently more than 40% of American workers between the age of 20 and 54 have children at home. And they, of course, have concerns about being able to find daycare and or if schools will even be open this fall. So if your number one goal is to get team members back in the office thinking that they'll be more productive that way, but you miss the step of communicating with empathy, then you may actually get the opposite result. And if nothing else, when things get better, they'll probably be one of the first to leave. So the good news is it's never too late to have another conversation. And on that note, one of my two best practice tips for today is to number one, always be connecting the dots regarding how your decision relates to your company's vision, mission, values, and top three priorities so that you can not only survive but thrive during these challenging times, therefore being able to continue providing employment for you know, the various team members. 
And depending on if your values in the past have included safety or not, you would want to also consistently communicate how you're taking care of their well-being. That is the number one fear I've heard from people in terms of feeling comfortable going back to work and feeling like the leader cares about them. So consistent communication around how you're taking care of their safety would be important. And the second best practice tip is to co-create solutions that work, which may involve making an exception for a certain amount of time, especially during this point in time where you are still in the process of discerning what is going to happen with COVID and who you may need to have on board to make it through. But again, the key will be to let them know that, you know, all hands are needed on deck and that now more than ever, you're depending on their partnership to help the company not just survive, but thrive. Anyway, I hope this will somehow support you during these times when your leadership is critical and you will likely be critically judged. On that note, since the COVID-19 challenges are impacting leaders globally, I will start inviting more international guests beginning with next week. And in the meantime, if you want access to the 10 most common leadership blind spots that I've discovered, please go to ceoblindspots.com. Thank you again for being a leader and for listening.